Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal. Clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. Yes, this is episode 24, and today we have a guest co-host. Yes, it's going to be Gilby from the Second Shift podcast. Um, I'm really glad that he was able to, you know, talk to me today about um his experiences basically you guys know i uh talk about um cheating um often or whatever and in this case today we get to talk to a guy who was cheated on by his girlfriend and how he felt afterwards and how he kind of dealt with it and how you know that experience you know affects him today um and I feel like it was interesting to hear a male's perspective on this topic and you know from somebody who actually dealt with it you do hear a lot of guys talking about you know you know how men do it and why men do it and people being opportunistic but you never get to hear a guy who honestly felt that pain and wanted to cope with their pain to be better opposed to holding it against women going forward so I enjoyed the conversation uh, go ahead and listen. Tell me what you think. Thank you. All right. So I believe we were talking about how how you dealt with like the breakup or the initial heartbreak in general, just like how you processed it. Like once you realized like your relationship was over or that you are or you were experiencing like, I guess, some residual issues because of the breakup yeah um so it was it was definitely how i was coping i was just kind of like well you know i'm human too i have been there before and i uh i don't know i just i just kind of rationalized it like that and low-key she was the baddest girlfriend i've ever had so i think i low-key thought like the better the better they were but like not not necessarily just the better or the more beautiful she is, the more BS you'll put up with. But we had a track record of, like, two years. So, like, I was kind of nervous as to whether to throw that away. And, like, all my boys was clowning me. Like, it was just kind of like, I'd just rather not be, you know what I'm saying, around to that point. So so she was she was the best-looking fe- girlfriend you, you had. So yeah. even, I know you don't want to admit to it, but. It, it it does come off as though you were willing to take, you know, more stuff off of her because of her physical appearance. Right. And yeah. that's just and that's just like one part of it too. Okay. That was just one part of it. That was something that I had actually I was talking to my old man about like and this was years after um after the breakup and it was just like he said he said that and I was like, damn, was that why? And then I started like thinking back to them and how Cause I did love her. Like I was definitely in love with her. Right. But it was just like it was just okay. Well, I usually dealt with her her BS before, and I was just kind of stuff like not texting back, or like not calling back, or like saying you're gonna do one thing then not doing it or doing another thing. And it was just kind of like I think that they were signs now looking mm-hmm. back on it. Right. Um, but you know, I guess I didn't I didn't pay attention. I wasn't tuned in. Okay, well, how old were you at the start of the relationship? And I guess, how old were you at the end? Like, how, what age range were you in? 
well, I went into the relationship at 17. And then, um, and then when I was uh, about 20, 22. Okay. Like we, uh, we broke up and it was like the real stuff. We broken up before right. and I, you know, gotten back together. So I thought this was like one of those pump fake joints, but it, it wasn't, definitely wasn't. Huh. Well, I mean, I think at that age, um, we're just, I think naturally at that age, you just don't really know what to expect from love in general. And I do know a lot of, you know, people who are married today, you know, met when they were in high school or whatnot. But I feel like it's oftentimes, especially when you're like 17 or something, you're in a relationship that in your mind, that's the one, but that's because you hadn't lived, you know? So, you know, it's just, it's just the way it seems at that time, you know, with your, you know, with your life experience thus far, that was the most serious thing that you, you had. So yeah, that was the one I remember those. It's so funny, but yeah, um, I get it. I don't want to downplay your situation, but I, I can relate to, you know, not knowing or picking up on the signs as far as like something not working because you were just youthful. And as far as what you knew, this was, you know, heavy. It was it was the real thing. And that's all it was. And that's how you looked at it. And so I'm guessing you guys went your separate ways as far as college was concerned. Yeah, but I mean, like we dated through college. Like, so okay. she, it was my freshman year was the first time that she broke that she cheated on me mm-hmm. and like i stayed and then our senior year was the actual like the real breakup okay um but like i guess when we did break up it was it was definitely just we went on separate ways like she reached out to me a couple times mm-hmm. like but I, at the time i was just like yo like i i i can't be around you you know what i mean it's just you know she asked me one day, like, if we would ever be together, and this was, like, while she had a dude. Mm. And I was like, at that point, I just kind of knew this wasn't for me, and I just stopped communication at all. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's like it was a game to her or something. Okay, so... Yeah. Okay, so one random day, she called you and was like, I have something to tell you. Like, how did she tell you, or how did it come about that she cheated on you? So, it was really just, yeah, it was she told me and I was just like I was so so I was so shocked like okay well then I respect you for telling me but damn like really you know you couldn't have talked and the way it was described was uh, oh yeah it just it just kind of happened and I'm like yo his junk didn't just magically happen like out of his pants like you know what I'm saying there was actions involved things led to <laughs> you feel me like and I just I was just like I can't believe it but um and because I guess uh, you know the that the one complex or the high school sweetheart thing, mm-hmm. I kind of just kept it. Gotcha. So, um, what? you you did said I answer the question. You did, you did, you did. Um, but you know because this is kind of like the second time we are going over this, and I you know podcast people we. And this is how it works. You mm-hmm. have to sometime record things over. <laughs> so when you initially told me, you kind of said she was like she kind of just it was like real you know, calm and relaxed and like normal conversation to say, oh yeah, I cheated on you. And you were like, wait, why, you know, why so like, why is this like a normal part of conversation? Like you felt like she should have, you felt like it shouldn't have been so easy to say. Right. I mean, I I felt like she should have been like, Hey, we need to talk. Um, at least to like kind of prepare me mentally. Cause I was just, 
at that time, neither of us handled, handled our emotions to the best. And I mean, of course, we can contribute that to age or what have you. Mm-hmm. But like when we got mad at each other, we just shut down. Right. And like, so I just, I just shut down. I was like, what? I don't believe this. Like, but I was still there because like I loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's just the fact that it was so casual, no heads up, no. And it wasn't really, it was like, a, I'm sorry. It wasn't like a, it didn't seem sincere. And that's okay. what I thought, like I was just being played with. Right. So did you feel like that immediately as far as being played with? Or like when you look back on it now, it's like clearly she's playing with me. Oh, I definitely, this was like, um, this was probably the, probably months afterwards. And that's when it, that's when it started to hit. Like, like a few months afterwards, I was like, Man, you just play. This is just a game or whatever. And we still, like, I guess tried to be cordial on social media. Like, her mom be telling me happy birthday and stuff. And, wow. Like, do that. But I was just like, Man, this is this is fake. Oh. But it, it, took me, it took me months to realize that, though, afterwards. Okay. When y'all finally broke up, like, because y'all didn't break up the first time she told you that she cheated. So... Mm-hmm. When when you were like done with it, or when you realized it was over, how did that go? Um, it was just I was just I was tired, like friend, like that. I had really taken the time. I had thought like, all right, well, you're supposed to do nice things for your significant other. You're supposed to be like helpful or whatever. And I guess I just made myself too available, and I hmm. guess it made it easy. Okay, so did she cheat a second so, time? Yeah, the second the second time was the final time. After the first one, like I shut down. And then I was like, I came back and then we talked a little bit. It was just like she. And then it was more sincere. Um, I was just like, all right, well, we back on. And then it was always a tension afterwards because I could never, I could never fully like forgive her. Right, because so, you 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 y'all nothing really changed yeah. as far as like y'all set up. Like y'all were still in two different places, so how can you trust her? As far because you know the distance remained the same. How can yeah. you be comfortable? Like, like there wasn't any real trust. The trust was really just loyalty for you having my back from from point point A to point B, not to where we at right now. You know, right? I, I feel like it was pressure from that, and then how like I guess this culture of like shouting your other your significant other out on social media and stuff. Oh, so that was the thing. Okay, so now I get it, kind of. It's like when everybody knows you're in a relationship, you kind of don't want the stress of everybody knowing you ended a relationship. Exactly. That's so funny. Um, I guess because not, you know, not, I guess when it's boyfriend, funny. girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it's funny to me because it's like the appearance thing. I totally understand. It's totally serious. Like me being a married woman, I would hate, hate to ever have to say I'm no longer married. That would kill me. Like the thought of that alone. So I get it. It's not funny. But at the same time, you know, when it's just like dating, that's the type of thing. Even when everything's falling apart or whatever, that's the type of thing that's making you want to stay because you don't want to have to explain or talk about or you know change your status that and is you know and and i'm sorry if i'm interrupting um you're okay but just like as a, as a quick aside that's part of the reason i rationalize not shouting my significant other out like when we first dating or not really telling anybody i'm dating somebody because we could get you know you start to get to know someone like i'm trying to learn you 
And if I learned some stuff I don't like, I already shouted you out. Now we look like we don't know what the hell we're doing. No, that's true. That's really true because a lot of people, especially on social media, they can, they kind of form opinions about you. And I know for a while when I was really heavy on Facebook, I would have like the friends that seemed like they had a new guy every three months. And I'm just like, can you not like, would you not just do this? Can you, can you not? put a picture up with another guy can you i just i just like please don't do it because i know you i you know you're good to me but people are looking at it like you know just like i can see it, and they might be thinking like what is she doing you know like every three months a new cycle you know so it's just i understand i understand and i it's weird you hear different stories about people how they feel about like you know, letting people know they have something going or a relationship or in a relationship. I think that really complicates it a lot. So for the listeners, yeah. maybe that's not the best thing to do early on. Definitely complicates it. Mm-hmm. So do, do you think that experience early on kind of changed the way you approach and feel about women when dating today? Um, oh, definitely. Um, and there's kind of like... I guess tears, but phases that I went through, like afterwards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just because I was, I was raised to like be, I guess, like what we call like chivalrous kind of, uh-huh. and that's when I was like, right afterwards, I was just on a, like a, man, I'm not getting no relationship, bro, I'm like this, that, and the other, whatever, like, forget it, and I was like, I was kind of heartless, I wasn't. I wasn't a hoe, but I was a little heartless. Okay, so explain the difference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so, like, I guess, I think, when I think of hoe, like, the difference is, I was just out here just transferring my negative energy to whoever was, like, willing to receive it. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, it's, it's messier than that. Like, it's messy. It's, it's, it's kind of like what I classify as a hoe. Um, but I guess I say a little heartless as like I would just not try to I would see girls be like we were talking or whatever and they'd be like they're kind of waiting on a conversation and we both know what kind of conversation it's like you're waiting on like but I don't know why I don't know I guess it was just more pressure for me to bring it up and I would always just say hey I'm not into nothing serious and I guess it was always too late oh I think I understand so tell me this did you feel like after your heart was broken that you kind of had to transfer the pain in a way like I know not intentionally it's not like you're saying oh I'm just gonna give somebody this pain because you can't really give it away it's your pain but like in a way like do you feel like you couldn't just be normal again and just you know act like you hadn't been hurt before and just give someone your heart again like it wasn't it wasn't like the natural thing to just be like okay I'm healed and now I can get into another relationship and pretend I wasn't just hurt. Like you, you knew like the pain was real and next person you were going to be with more than likely they were going to be hurt by you instead of them hurting you. Right. Um, well, no, man, it was really, it wasn't like a, a hate. I guess I was not that I was knowingly transferring a hate. I mean, I was, unknowing, I, I was unknowingly transferring negative energy, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, you know, I, I will not deny that, but it was not with the intent of just kind of like, like spreading it. It was more like, Hey, I need to get my mind off this, off this mess. Mm-hmm. Um, she got me out here like messed up. Like, and it was like, I would go to campus and like people would, I would go to, cause she was three hours away from me. Okay. So I would visit her a lot 
and like on campus and things, people who people would know that she was like out here bad. Wow. Like, at least her, like in her circle. And when I saw them, they wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? They stopped being as energetic to say what's up to me. So I was, the energy was different. Hmm. But it was definitely not like malicious when um, I was going through my little heartless phase. It was more so trying to figure out the right timing. Like being, being, being up front with people about my time and my timing. And um, I guess when people enter those phases, they don't kind of like take care of themselves like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a messy situation, but it wasn't like a like whole messy. <laughs> so <laughs> you keep saying that. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the, I guess the conflict for me. So clearly, you know, as a distraction for yourself, you know, you probably, you know, decided to, you know, deal with women or whatever to, to aid in that distraction because you didn't want to think about the pain you were experiencing. Correct. Yeah. Even though, you know, you 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 want to refer to that as heartlessness, heartlessness. It's it is what it is. <laughs> you know, it's like it's what it is. It's fine. It's you were distracting yourself. Yeah. Heartlessness. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. That, I get, no, I get it, but that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And I feel like I feel like women do that too. Um, but I think of course, they're going to just say, oh, it's that phase, you know, it's, it's the whole phase. That's yeah. what it is. And so that's how, you know, I don't know if it comes about because they were hurt or if they just want to experience life. And maybe that's what your girlfriend was going through. She just wanted to experience life. And I think the reason, like when you said that um, while she was dating somebody, she was like, do you think we'd be together again? The, I feel like the reason she felt like she could even ask you that because you felt safe, maybe. And... um. And so familiar because, you know, y'all started out very early or whatever. So I'm pretty sure it was like friendship there as well. So I guess the comfort in, you know, you initially when she first told you she cheated and her comfort in telling you that she cheated and your comfort in reasoning with her initially, I feel like all of that, like your history is what made you guys stay together in the first place and what made it hard for her to just say, okay, I can't play with his emotions and you saying, okay, I will not be played with. Like, we have to end this. It's not healthy. It doesn't feel good. But I feel like y'all were just, you know, doing the natural growing up and, you know, experiencing life. For you, it was because, you know, like, what would you have done? Do you think you could have remained faithful to her if nothing had happened? Do you think y'all would be together today? No, no. Look at, like, the way I've, no, I determined, you know, and this is not me speaking bad about my, about my ex or, like, you know what I'm saying? This is all just a lot of, through a lot of reflection um, and just, you know, knowing my space and my zone. And I I can, oddly enough, I can see us like being cool again, like in the long run. Like if I was to run into her and be like, oh, snap, hey, what's up? Like, or whatever. But I, as far as going out search for her, no. <laughs> uh, Okay. So, I mean, like, I feel like it was, it was doomed in the first place because y'all were just so young and you don't, you can't, you can't tell like, um, a 17 year old is, you can't say, oh yeah, you really, you know, love her or him right now. But nine times out of 10, by the time you're 24, this person will no longer exist. You know, 
as far yeah. as in this capacity. And they wouldn't believe you. It would be like, what are you talking about? This is everything. <laughs> you know, like you don't know, Mike. You know, yeah. they, they wouldn't listen. They couldn't hear you. But it's the truth. And so I feel like I wish... Especially, and this is this is common. A lot of guys get their heart broken when they're younger, but the fact that they take that pain from when they're younger um, and carry it until until like when they're older men and they can't commit because they're afraid to get their heart broken. That's where I kind of be like, okay, um, do you understand that you know a lot of people get their hearts broken when they're young and that has nothing to do with today i feel like men carry that pain a lot further than women do as far as like i mean i don't know i i think that i think that everybody can carries pain um now no i do i do too yeah i'm just i'm just thinking like trying to gather my thoughts around this oh like i have so much to say about it okay so from like younger to older like a lot of people aren't really like examining themselves true like asking themselves those critical questions and when you're younger you just kind of be like oh relationship goals and you take pictures <laughs> and post it on uh, instagram and get like a thousand likes right or whatever the hell and it's that's just kind of like become the culture like people don't ask themselves hey should i need a break and women are more conscientious of themselves as as a being true their, their emotions and stuff mm-hmm. like so it's easier for them to i mean they, they mature faster hell okay um, i mature faster but i think that guys don't some guys like don't ask themselves those questions and sometimes there's not that growth because the difference between then and now is growth like i mean unless you're not doing that and if you're not doing that then that's that's alarming as many people are talking about right now um but you know what I mean? I don't think they carry that specific hurt. I just think they they carry that experience and how they dealt with it then and just, okay, well, this is all I know. Like, Or if they go out on a limb, then they get their heart broken. Then there's that hurt. Right. So that that's, I guess, what I'm saying. Like, that, that heartbreak, when they go out on a limb and they end up heartbroken, that pain from that experience seems to go like very very far and it probably has a lot to do with them not you know being able to self-examine you know and figure out like what they're experiencing and why they are experiencing it and like by the time they are coping with it or whatever or if they're coping with it um you know nine times out of ten they're already involved with someone else that they can't possibly you know give their heart to because they know their heart is fragile right now or at the time because they, you know, they're hurt and they're still coping with their pain and they don't like, what do you guys? Okay. So what did you think? Did you think, cause I know women internalize like when a guy is unfaithful, do you, did you internalize anything? Like internalize. Like just, when, like, did like, you oh, feel like something? did this wrong? Right. Or, like, yeah. Um, little like yeah afterwards yeah i was like okay but at the time i was just like i was so done with it it wasn't even because i felt i i felt as, as though i had expressed this like before you know and it's difficult for it was like to do that the first time it was like okay well i gotta repeat it or this just happened oh okay you know what i'm saying hmm. um, so like i mean afterwards yeah i examined myself because I was just like, this cannot happen again. That was, that was four years, dog. 
<laughs> so do you feel oh, like yeah do you feel like um do you feel like um the experience kind of uh made you like tougher like did did you did you might maybe did you beat yourself up a little bit for like for not catching on the first time and it kind of made you tougher and going moving forward when how you dealt with women like tougher not not necessarily like scared to get heartbroken again but just tougher mentally I mean in a, in a sense yeah but what I think more so it meant to me was I became so much more aware of, of energies mm. like you know, people, you know, what's habit uh, versus what's out of the ordinary. And it's like, I, I didn't beat myself up about not seeing the signs after I could peep them because I was, I couldn't peep them then because of, you know, those other factors like, oh, this, we was just being loyal because we was loyal, um, you know, things like that. And I, uh, it, it definitely made me more, um, just more more aware of how I carry myself and like where I'm at and how to express that if anything okay so I remember touching on the fact that you felt like she got away with a little more because you know she was physically attractive like she was one of you know your best looking girlfriends so she got away with a little more um uh uh-huh. Going forward, or even in that experience, do you think if you weren't so like happy with the way she looked, if you if she was just average, maybe, um, or like, I, I, if she was average and not as you know, pretty or whatnot, would you have like broken up with her the first time? So if she wasn't as bad, would I have broken up with her? Yeah, if she wasn't as bad, bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like. I don't know. It's it was more so about because we both like grew. We both like gained some weight and been through some. We've been through some stuff. Um, it's more about her. It was more about her as a person then because I feel like if it was just looks, if it's just looks, I'm definitely not stressing myself out for that. Like that's that's one thing. I think that's. But it, but I will not deny that it did kind of add. To it, but if she was like, if she was uglier, no, I still wouldn't have. I would have tried to work it out. Okay. Okay. So, like, going forward, because I know, like, it's a big thing for men, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's more so like them just, you know, getting the type of woman that they like or whatever, or if it's getting the type of woman that is like socially bad or whatever so like they're getting like you know kudos from their guys like oh yeah she the one or whatever like I don't know what it is I don't know if it's just really important for the guy to have a woman that looks a certain way or it's really important for him to get like the credit from his guys to have a woman that looks a certain way like I don't know what's most important to the men or whatever but I know it's important for me, and, I, and I'll be like the odd man out on this like I've been in um I've, I've overheard conversations been involved in conversations where it was like hey yo I've been messing with this girl and they'd be like oh yeah she bad bro yada 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 uh, woo 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 you know what I'm saying and you know they just carry on this locker room talk um, mm-hmm. unfortunately and it's like I never I don't know I didn't really want to like kiss and tell but 
I've always been odd in the fact, or different from a lot of my peers in the fact that I don't really see or find things that they find the same as, like, as far as beauty standards. Okay. So like, we have similar stuff, right? But they're more so trying to be interested in the in the Kylie Jenner's or the. Um, I mean, Black China ish. I don't think she looks. I don't know what she looks like. She looks like an alien to me. Oh my! But I, I don't know. I just like more earthy. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I just wonder about that because I know like a lot of stuff is wrapped up in like the physical appearance and physical attraction, and I, I do see um, where women would take more from a guy that they were. Um, that they were like um attracted to opposed to somebody that they were like okay I'll just see where this goes you know sometimes the they're attracted to them but you know some guys are better looking than other guys and so I know like if the guys like getting all the check marks in that you know physical attraction attractiveness or whatever they'd be like okay well you know I'm just gonna see where this goes and he's dropping all kind of signs of where he's no good but she's like but he's just so good looking you know he's so handsome or his body's so nice so I just can't give this up. And then you're just like, girl, <laughs> like at some point you kind of have to. And I mean, I, I think that experience is good because at that point you can kind of, you know, determine like what, even though somebody looking nice is important, you can say, okay, I would rather, or I would take this for that. Like if he can be loyal and maybe not that good looking, I'd probably be in a better pace. And I feel like guys can kind of, I hate to say that. Because, like, you know, every woman's different or whatever, you know, and she's beautiful in her own way. And, you know, I just, I'm not going to say a less attractive woman may make a better girlfriend or a less attractive man may, may make a better boyfriend. But I feel like at some point, looks shouldn't be like number one on that list of what's important to have a healthy relationship. At some point. Yeah. And I feel like you have to experience right, right. that first before you can kind of actually move on and make those changes. Yeah, no, it, it has to be a conversation from the jump um, because it's, it's really, you gotta you guys got to be one for real. Um, and these are kind of like my, uh, I guess my relationship crush it is my mentor and his wife. Cool. Kind of like if I can say that, that's on some corny, some corny ish. Well, you know, like, <laughs> um, but I, you know, they're goofy, they're real, they're down to earth. Like, and I aspire for something like that. Not, it, not that she has to be like, oh, super bad or anything like that. I'm, I've always been like, a, hey, you're working with what you got, like, and you know, I, it's good. And I come over and your conversation is bomb too. I always go by the four tiers. It's called the four F of four F's of the realist. Like and the first F is like financing. Like are people you know what I'm saying? Like for for interaction, I guess like financing, feeding, and then the third one is the F word. <laughs> I'm not trying to cuss too much on your podcast. I appreciate you for that. Um <laughs> and then the fourth one is food for thought. And conversation, the ability to have conversation, good conversation is top tier to me. Um, and like I find that definitely looks is in the top like top like five for for most people. Mm-hmm. Right. In general. Okay. 
Well, that that's that's good. I, I think that's important for people to kind of realize that while it's important, it's extremely important, but you can't put everything on that because nine times out of ten, you're going to be in a bad situation. Sometimes you see two people together and you're like, okay, somebody, you, you're not really being honest with yourself right here. Like, what is going on with you? Like, what are you experiencing to where that guy has to look like that for you to be with him or that woman has to look like that for you to be with him? Like, what is this? It's like you're overcompensating for something that somebody just has to look a certain way for you to be, like, comfortable with yourself. Like, I felt, I went through those stages. I did, Um, just to be honest. Like, when, you know, discovering who, you know, I wanted or what I wanted in the mail like I had to go through those stages to where I was like okay I want to do to look a certain way so found dudes that looked a certain way but then if they didn't have good conversation I'm like I I don't care <laughs> you know that he's just good looking but he's dumb or whatever like like he can't we can't conversate about anything or like I'm running my mouth the whole time and eventually you know you get tired of that you know and then you're just like you know, I can't, can't do this alone. And so you're like, okay, so maybe he doesn't have to, maybe if he has conversation, maybe, you know, if he's interesting, then he doesn't have to look a certain way or whatever. And I, I, I guess at some point I just found, I guess the best of whatever I felt important and it worked out for me or whatever. But I do know, like, it sucks, you know, when you're trying to find somebody that you can check off everything that you're looking for. Like somebody's just multi-purpose, like they, they, they look the way you want them to look. They, you know, the conversation is there. They seem to, you know, care about, you know, you. They make you feel a certain way. And I feel like as you are, I guess, learning yourself and, you know, discovering what's important to you, you get to weed certain things out. And, you know, looks just fall off because it's just not going to last anyway. Like, you're going to gain weight. You're going to change. You're going to get older. And so... If I have to drive a point home to my listeners, is like looks are very important, but they can only get you so far. Would you love me if I flip burgers at Burger King? Money is important. Now, if you're like 17 years old, flip burgers away, you know? <laughs> you know, if you're 17, you have a job. Most 17 year olds don't have jobs, you know, especially if they're going to school. But like mm-hmm. once you're, you know, you know, college you know you're in college and students usually are broke or whatever but um like once you're out of school and you know flipping burgers is not cool anymore you didn't get your degree to flip burgers so what are you doing you know it's you kind of as the older the guy gets the more you expect from him so even you know once I was like 24 no maybe like 23 maybe 21 to 23 like if a guy approached me and he was in his 30s and he was flipping burgers i i couldn't deal with i know no that doesn't sound right you know no that doesn't like so like the older they they got the more you would kind of expect it right Uh, i think that's i think that's how kind of society has us wired to be like i'm pretty sure you know as opposed to examining that that person's energy at the time and Mm -hmm. getting to know where they've been where they're trying to go right Uh, no, really, because I feel like like somebody would say, oh, she's bougie because she won't talk to me because I do this. But I'm like, no, you're 34 years old. If you were 20, I might be okay with it. You know, I'd talk to a guy with burgers. He's 20. But you're 34. <laughs> you know, no, I can't. You know, no. No. <laughs> now, if he's 34 staying in mama's crib, it's probably going to look a little 
You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, some stuff you just gotta be little. <laughs> no. You you you, you right. No that you can't you can't you can't do yourself like that like so because i'm saying because i know like at that age at the age early age, early 20s i feel like females are being approached by guys of all ages you know they're not just being approached by guys who are you know are the same age as them they're being approached by a lot of different guys and i feel like that woman has to determine who she's going to deal with and 30s at your mama's house you can't do that to yourself that is <laughs> I am sorry out there if y'all live with your mama and y'all flipping burgers. I apologize. Nothing's wrong with that. However, I don't feel like you should be approaching a woman to date them or whatnot. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on with you, and that's just not a great situation to set you up for, you know, success in dating. So, no, no. But if the guys. There's a lot of sisters who don't have their stuff together, too, now. Of course, of course. There's always a lot of sisters who don't have their stuff together as well. And so, to those women. If you are, you know, in your 20s and you don't have a car and you're not working or anything, it is kind of foolish for you to be looking for a guy that's making six figures and, you know, have all this stuff together and and for him to be wanting to deal with you. But you also see where you have these extreme, you know, like that's what the culture is right now. So the Instagram models, they're young for the most part and they are shooting right for you know, the millionaires and the basketball players or whatever. And they're not really offering anything, but they're following. And so that's, yeah. pro- you know, and it's it's weird, but that's the society we live in. So if you're going to be. That's the culture. That's what it is. So, I mean, and that's what you're telling people. Like, if you're going to be extremely beautiful, then, yeah, maybe you can get you a millionaire or whatever. But you're going to have to be extremely beautiful and you're going to have to do whatever he wants you to do. You don't really get to have your own identity your identity is being beautiful and being his fantasy of what a woman should be or whatnot you don't get to be you know the woman that's you know saying okay um i'm gonna do this a certain way i'm not gonna wear heels every day i'm not gonna you know do my hair every day i'm not gonna shave my legs <laughs> you know it's like you gotta be you're gonna you're gonna be this high maintenance beauty queen all the time you gotta keep your mascara on <laughs> so I feel like I couldn't I just I wouldn't that would not be the life for me because I just know I I really like you know myself in my natural state so it's just like mm-mm. that that's a turn off right there just have to look a certain way all the time it's too much it's too much work but yeah oh yeah no, I'm, I'm only human yeah <laughs> but it's just funny how sometimes girls tell me this like these stories of them like being approached by guys and the girls are like in sweats and they're like, oh, I look crazy. And they're still hitting on me. Like, what do you think about that? Like, is that, is that really like a thing? Is it more often not? Like, and is it, you think it's creepy or do you think like he's, he's being genuine? No, I think, I think it's a real thing. Cause I don't think, you know, men don't look at us how we look at ourselves. Okay. So a lot of times when we when we feel like we look our worst, clearly men are seeing something different. They see something, you know, awesome because half the times when you're not wanting to be hit on, that's when you're going to be hit on. And you, because you don't feel like you look great or whatever, you're just like, what is he doing? Like, why are you going to talk to me? And that's just something we set ourselves up for. You know, we, we expect men to only hit on us when we feel like we look good, you know? And when they're hitting on us and we feel like we look like crap, we're just like, what? 
what? <laughs> it, it throws us off. It throws us off. But I think that's just because we just don't realize how differently men view women opposed to how we view ourselves. I think that's I think that's harder than anything else to understand how a man views beauty opposed to how women view ourselves as beautiful like how we what we determine is beautiful so i think that's the issue there and it's extremely hard when you're young because it's just that it happens all the time all the time yeah uh especially like with beauty like i think um one of, one of the most prominent moments that stuck out to me like when i was dating this girl actually um was that she told me that as a darker skinned girl she felt as though she had to do more mm-hmm. had to like all or you know on points or whatever mm-hmm. um, more often just because she was dark skinned and I guess it was harder and I was like damn that's so that's crazy that 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 was a thing I think that's unfortunate um uh as far as like the color or whatever i I hate that women go through that or put themselves through that or whatever because I feel like my situation. Like my sister and my mom are like lighter skin and I'm I'm darker or whatever. So I've always dealt with like I you know, always knew the difference of like, okay, my sister's high yellow and I'm dark brown and my mom's like a lighter brown or whatever and you know that's you know I felt I felt like they were prettier but I never felt bad about my skin tone you know it's like I I felt like they were prettier because that was just what was praised that's what you saw when you saw a black woman on tv she was lighter skinned or whatever you just you just automatically in your mind somewhere just checked off lighter skinned women were prettier but I never you know discredited my discredited my own beauty because of my color and I really can't explain that but it was just how it naturally worked and eventually you kind of was like, okay, no, they're no prettier. You know, it's just that, you know, for, for a lot of people, that's just what they, you know, qualify as, you know, universally beautiful as far as, you know, black women were concerned. But that wasn't, it wasn't the case when you just really sat down and looked at it. Like, okay, she doesn't look better than me because she's lighter than me or whatever. And it, it was a long, it was, I dealt, it was hard to deal with. First of all, my sister as a lighter skinned woman, she likes light skinned men. So when I remember being very young and we would be out or whatever, I mean very young. She's like nine years older than me. So imagine <laughs> she okay. Okay. imagine uh, she's fourteen. Okay. So I'm like five, right? And yeah. we she would have to take me everywhere with her because she was my big sister and my mom worked. And we would be places and she would have me finding the light skinned guys only so she was like crystal you still like skin guy show me so she kind of she put that in my head sad it's really sad you still like skin guy show me and i'm like he likes skin he likes skin he likes skin he likes skin over there and like for the longest time before i could think for myself i would only want to talk to light-skinned guys until i figured out for myself like i don't even like guys like i don't even like light-skinned guys i don't you know like i don't i don't pr- I don't have a preference, really. I just, that was what was in my head. Yeah. She taught me. I, I respect, like, the not having a preference thing. Um, I, feel, I, I feel like I don't have a preference uh, because, like, I feel like I've had enough. I've dated, I've dated different, like, shades and not even really thought about it. Right. Um, but a funny aside, like, my little brother once told me, he was like, 
all my girlfriends have one character have like three characteristics like they're they're dark skinned and bad they don't text back shut and, up <laughs> and they uh, they all have three syllable names i was so hurt like, that's he thought he funny he knows me man like <laughs> but um but after you told me that i began to kind of like think and i still don't think i have a preference because when i when i date i date for the person you know right what I mean? right it's like, and it's like whatever you work with that's what's that's what's right like, confidence is key too right but but if yeah, you, I feel you on that. but yeah, so if you have somebody just telling you what what to look for, or whatever, it took me a minute. I think I was probably like, probably in high school when I realized what I liked for myself, opposed to what she kind of, I guess, impressed on me to like. You know, it took a minute. Yeah. It took a minute. So I mean, think about that. Like if if you're just used to people, like if you were a guy who was raised around men who praise a certain type of women or whatever, then you can see how a lot of guys are growing up to like certain types opposed to yeah. just judging people for who they are and, you know, getting to know them for who they are. But yeah, let's get back on topic. <laughs> uh, so going forward, going forward, being who you are today, if someone was to cheat on you, would that be a deal breaker? Oh yeah, cheating is definitely a deal breaker now. Like, I uh, <laughs> nah, like I'm not messing with you. Like, I, I really, I really want to probably like peak the energy by you know what I'm saying where I'm at now. Like, I would, you know, but so definitely. So you feel like you you can peak the energy and determine if somebody could be a cheater or would be a cheater or not that's what that's how that's... i mean not this okay so not necessarily like just a cheater but just like somebody who like with you know what i'm saying who doesn't tell like whole truths like somebody who is just kind of like i don't know you just read you see signals man you see oh. lack of interest you see um just easily just dist- easily distraction you see you know less interaction um, it's just paying like much more attention to it. I'm not saying that like oh well I could peep who's a cheater. I just peep negative energy. Now, okay. Like and I, I and like I guess I can tell whether it's habit or not. Okay. <laughs> Still finding that out. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So um, so you when you after after being heartbroken or whatever, when you moved around as far as dealing with um, females after the point, you never got serious with anybody. So you never cheated on your own. Or did you cheat? On my own. So did you cheat? After her? No, no, no. So, okay. As far as when you weren't in a relationship, when you were in a relationship and when she told you the first time, did you cheat as well? Hell yeah. Okay. like, what? Oh, so, but... Okay, wait. That changes everything. Wait a minute. <laughs> how's, how's that for wrenching it? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> wait. You never told her you cheated. No, nah, I did. That's what it happened. Like the second time, because she, because she caught me, like, and I was like, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So, did you cheat? Out of revenge? 
Because I was just like, yo, you just gonna just gonna do this to me? Like, because it was just, I don't know, we, for, for some young kids, it was really just, I don't know, it's too wrapped up in this. Right. You know what I mean? Right, so, like, just for my own so, personal clarity, okay, um, let's go back. The first time you found out she was cheating, were you cheating as well before you found out she was cheating? No. No. So, after she told you she was cheating, you then started to cheat because... You just, you just, you felt like you needed to. I didn't care anymore because it was just, because she, we both, like, the interesting thing about this one was we both had, like, plays. Like, I guess not plays, but we both had, like, people who was interested in us, like, while we was together. Gotcha. But we ignored them, and, like, we knew about each other's, and it was like, it was... Oh, yo, so-and-so did this today. I'm like, yo, really? <laughs> it was like some stuff, some crap we laughed about. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, I'm, I wasn't cheating. I was not cheating um, before I found out, but before she told me. Okay. So, so what do you think about that? So, I guess when the one partner does the dirt originally and you, the... I guess the other partner, the partner that's, you know, hurt by the cheating, they didn't go and do the same thing. And so now when you look at that, as far as like how you read energy or whatever, um, like, wouldn't you consider like you doing what the other person did, kind of like letting them pull you down to their level as far as like how they're operating instead of you just, you know, I guess getting out of getting out of the situation do do you see like view the the revenge cheating as just lowering lowering your own standards because somebody yeah. did it to you? Oh, definitely. Like now, yeah, because it's just like I'm. It's it's I'm better than that. Like now, it would be like a conversation. That would just that would just have to be. Okay. Um, because it's just I gotta do that in the bud. Right, and so. This is my theory now, because after I've talked about this so much, I feel like I've talked about it a lot and learned a lot. And, you know, we all feel like, well, I feel like at the end of the conversations that I have with most people, the the mindset is people are just opportunistic. Right. So if there's an opportunity, they're going to take it. Um, I choose to believe that if people are, you know, have made decisions to be in a relationship, then they have to make responsible decisions to support that relationship um that's my mindset but I do kind of believe that people are opportunistic that being said I feel like in a way just the whole setup as far as how everything's been you know set up to be like being with one person is not easy it's not not to say it can't be done but just to say it's really not easy especially how you know, people change and how situations change and how like jobs change. Like say you're married and like all the things, how life hits you, you know, like people die, um, like family member, you know, just life, jobs change, you know, just children and all the things that come with living or whatever and how everything that's going on changes you. I feel like it is extremely hard to 
commit to that relationship like all its other relationships these friendships and all this other stuff there are relationships those things change with the blink of an eye but as far as like this one particular relationship marriage this is supposed to be the one thing that you're faithful to you get mad at your parents you get mad at your siblings you you, and you know like you do what you want to do with those people but when you have a spouse and you're married for some reason you're mad at them but you're not supposed to do that one thing now you can go talk about them you can even talk about them to their face but you can't cheat on them because that's like the ultimate violation and i'm trying to figure out like why do i understand cheating is not good i i do not think it's good i think it's awful wouldn't want to be cheated on however i do understand that it's not easy and i feel like as we live life and realize people are flawed or whatever and even if they do have discipline they're not going to be good at everything like i feel like we kind of have to be should be we should practice like a little more um what's the word uh we should be like not as hard (sighs) no i feel like we have to be more reasonable like you were early on like the first time she cheated you were kind of reasonable i feel like i feel like there is reason especially when you're married because just because somebody cheats doesn't mean that your marriage has to be over right and I feel like there is some reasonableness that needs to fall into that. Now, I know it's hard. It's very hard to deal with right. that. It's hard because you're saying, okay, if I'm married, then this is it. This is who I'm going to be with, right? And we're going to do everything we do to support this decision. But it's not easy. So if we were forgiving girlfriends, you know, our boyfriends before we were married, I feel like we should be able to forgive those spouses. But for some reason, the vows make it like, detrimental that you in that relationship because somebody committed adultery what do you think about that like ending ending a marriage because of infidelity yeah nah nah like if you if you say i do and i say i do like you with me for life like you my dummy like (laughs) this is about to be our conversation like hold on it's got to be on some in-house stuff. Like, I'm not telling my peoples. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is this this is really going to be, like, talked about. Like, because, like, the way I feel like now, like, that's, you know, marriage, it's, a, it's an institution. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's so much more than just, like, a, a Facebook post. So I don't think that I, like, me, myself, like, I, right now, just sitting here, like, I would say, yeah, I would work that stuff out. Like, but if I was really going through it, like, it would probably be hard to make, to to maintain that. Um, and I, I can't. I say I would probably I would lean towards this, but I ain't married. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. But so, but it's practice. Um, it's practice. Like when you are when you hello. are. All right. So, like I'm saying, it's practice. So for me, I feel like marriage is hard now as a woman you know it's easy for me to be faithful to my husband easy it's easy i have no it's not a question you know i made this commitment this is what i'm gonna do or whatever and so just like i said talking about the cheating thing like men just look at it differently they just they process it differently they don't understand like they don't a lot of men don't understand what they're doing to their spouse when they decide to step out they don't get it they don't understand that this woman her trust and everything she was doing was tied up in you being faithful to her. Just that. Just your faithfulness. 
was telling her that you loved her or that you respected her or that, you know, she meant something to you because you didn't cheat on her. That one action tells undoes all of that. And I don't think men understand that because to them, it doesn't undo any of that. But for her, it does. So I, I just I guess to me, I feel like people are not as reasonable as they should be because it's such a hard thing to deal with. Yeah, I mean. No, people definitely aren't as reasonable. Like uh, I guess as yeah, yeah, reasonable about about these situations because it's like I, I don't know. I think this is like the double the the, the double standard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is that the word? No. Yeah, it is. It is a double standard. It is a double standard because men men would have it. They would. They don't view cheating the same way as women view cheating. And it's almost understood that when women cheat, it's emotional. And when women cheat, they're probably done with their relationship. Like it's over for them in a sense or whatever. And they would actually value the guy that they're cheating with like more than they value their actual primary relationship. That's a real thing. However, however, women can also cheat without it being emotional, right? It would be hard for the man to forgive the woman. Period. He is just harder for men to forgive. And nine times out of ten, if the woman cheats, that marriage is over. However, if the man is cheating or cheated, the woman can forgive him. And that marriage is not necessarily over. So it is a double standard. Guys, it's harder for guys to forgive than it is for women? Yes. I really don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like that statement. Like, I feel like I feel like it's hard for anybody. It's hard for anybody to forgive, but it's it just depends on the person as to like who's who's willing, who's the bravest who's gonna come forward and say something like about it at that point. Okay, so let's go here. Um, did you did when you cheated after she cheated? Did you tell her you cheated just to tell her because you were cheating for revenge? Did you just come out and say, "Hey"? She I- kept- so like she kept picking up hints and like one day she asked me who such and such was and I was like and I just like had said something it wasn't even, I just told her like cause it wasn't like was it no it was yeah it was one of the people who like we had talked about okay but did you tell her on your own or she just she asked the right question and got the answer she was looking for yeah she asked, she asked, she got the right answer okay so here's the thing so men for the most part, not all men, but some. But when the man is cheating, this is not information he's just going to disclose willingly. No, he's just, he's not going to do is, it. Men are not going to disclose. This, huh? You're saying so, like, men are not are less willing to disclose that information? Yeah, they're just, they're not going to say, oh, honey, I have to tell you that um, I've cheated on you since we've been together. I, I just thought you should know. <laughs> that's highly unlikely what do you think like i would i would handle things like so much differently now than then but like okay so now i, guess, I say guys and huh okay so now if you were in a relationship and you you stepped out do you feel like you would tell her nothing was wrong everything was fine do you think if whatever happened you were partying with your guys you got drunk woke up the next day and you realized you had did the worst would you go home and tell your significant other that you cheated? Yes. Like now, I would have to. Like it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be on some like 
immediate stuff, but I would have to figure out a way to like plan this, like plan how this conversation would have to go. Like, because that's not something like, you know, you can't just say something like that casually. Like, I feel like it has to be, it has to be planned. I gotta, you gotta get your words together for something like that. Cause it's a big, it's, it's tougher. Like it's tougher, but I would do it now. Like then I was like, man, you just did it. Like it's whatever. So I was less forgiving. Okay. So, um, so basically I, I just, I know, or I've, I've talked to different guys that said they probably wouldn't admit to cheating or whatnot. Um, as a woman, I know for myself that I would admit to cheating. I would, I would do it. And it probably would come up, you know, casually, unfortunately, because I don't, you know, even if, even if it meant a lot, and this is what I wanted to say earlier, a lot of times when things come up casually, it doesn't mean that they don't care at all. It just means that they don't, it, it you just really don't know how to say it any other way. Like you don't, you don't, it's not going to be good information. You might, you know, it's, it, it's not like there's no way to say this to where it comes off any easier, you know, or it comes off, you know, it's not going to be, I, I didn't cheat less because I said it, you know, sincerely and I was crying, you know, <laughs> you know, I didn't halfway cheat because I, you know, presented it better. So it's just like, it, there's, there's no real way to say it. So I feel like the individual or the woman may come off casually because she, she would hope that you're just like oh, okay that's fine so she kind of she sets it up like that like oh yeah i just i cheated you know but all the, you know you already know it's going to be a big deal but i don't think the way it comes out means anything honestly personally yeah so you because of today or whatever and you went through what you went through and you basically are a reader of energy if you're picking up good energy from a woman you you wouldn't have any issues trusting if I if I pick up good energy from a woman, what now? You would you have any issues with trust? No, no, definitely not any issues with trust. Like it's I'm more guarding of like of who I who I give you know my time and stuff to. I guess you know what I'm saying more more aware of that. I, I had trust issues like coming out like out the gate like immediately, but like as I grew to kind of like know myself more, it was just. Some stuff you just gotta be a little more careful about when dealing with everybody. You can't share everything with everybody. I'm stuff, I guess. True, true, true. So you said something about like, like you picking up, like not necessarily, like you can't really tell if somebody, you know, is a cheater or anything. But you're picking up on like if they're attentive or. You know, if, you know, they are easily distracted and stuff like that. Like, so what are you paying attention to? Like, is this over the course of time when you're making these judgments? Are you like, you know, like, however, when y'all interact or are you, you know, based on y'all first conversation? Like, how, like, what are you doing to make this determination and how long does this take? But really, it's, it's not like a set time to it, really. It's just getting to know the person. Like getting to like learning like their habits like so i'm talking to like say if i was talking talking to somebody or something well hell it don't even have to be that like just learning people's mannerisms it's definitely like over time like and i kind of i can kind of judge by like what they talk about like what you focused on like and i i have like questions that's kind of like all right oh well what are you what are you trying to do with that or you know simple stuff 
that people ask in conversation is just kind of pass over as small talk. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so I'm paying attention. Like, yo, hey, are you listening to what I'm saying for real? Are you, are you listening or are you just, are you hearing me? Because there's a difference. Right. Um, so little stuff like that and like narcissists, like people who always talk about themselves and you're just not asking like, hey, what's going on with you? Like everything good with you on your end or, you know, just things that I see as, as problems or would be problematic down the line. Knowing, you know what I'm saying? Knowing myself and how, like, I think if it's more, and if it's, if I can tell whether it's like a habit or not, then I guess that'll like tell me, you know, where we go from there. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Just getting to know them to fill them out and, you know, determine if it's a, if it's a match. So, um, is it really like, do you just feel like they're into you or not? The person doesn't, the person doesn't have to be super into me. Um, it's more so like, are you, are you kind of like matching? Are we matching interests right now? Compatible. What's your conversation like? You know what I'm saying? Do we have similar interests? You know, it's just mm-hmm. stuff to talk about. Like, if we can't hold a conversation, a basic conversation, then it's not really gonna. I don't see it going anywhere. You know, every you people just have people. Like everybody got people in their lives. It's just like, oh, you, like we used to be cool, or, or we, then we now we just here, or like, oh, I know of someone. So, like, right, it's not the same. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like I could relate to your statements as far as like watching people or whatever. Cause I feel like it's definitely important to catch on to patterns, but for different reasons for me, not necessarily to um, make sure we're compatible or whether I'm judging them as like good energy or not. It's just like, naturally I pick up on patterns for the simple fact that, you know, you just want to know what to expect. And I've said this before, maybe not on my podcast, but I feel like, Nobody really trusts so much. They just, it's really like patterns. So you're fine in your relationships as long as everybody is staying true to the patterns, you know, you've grown used to, right? Like if, yeah. you, if you're used to certain things and they're staying true to that, you're fine. And as soon as they break that pattern, you start asking questions. And that's when... Your, your trust is in question and you have to figure out like what's going on here like who what what has happened i feel like trust is never even in there yet like i don't think trust is involved early on yeah no trust has to be tested for it to be recognized right that's real that's real i could get behind that for sure and so i feel like when somebody cheats or whatever that's definitely a pattern break like and that's another yeah. thing that's another thing that's different between men and women and I don't think men take account for in a lot of different areas or whatever. Women feel. We feel. We feel. And I, I'm pretty sure some guys do too. So even if the man is not going to tell a woman if he's cheating or not, the woman can feel the difference. Like, let's see. How can I put this where it makes sense? So a remote control car. Is this like an intuition thing? Yeah. So, like, uh, a remote control car or whatever. You know how, like, you can, it's going to do whatever you tell it from the remote as long as it's in, within range, right? So, I feel like a guy can only do so much before he's no longer in range. And as soon as he's not in range, the woman can feel it. And that intuition kicks in and starts to tell her, okay, something isn't right. Something is going on. We There's a certain feeling when everything's all right, you know, as far as how he feels about us and how we feel about him. 
And that's exactly how it feels being a woman when something isn't right. It feels like something is out of range. And so it's not responding the same way. So I don't think dudes take that into account. They just kind of expect that they can do what they want to do. And the woman won't know because she doesn't have any proof. But there's always the feelings change, you know? Something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are less, it's hard to like grow and express though that the feelings are changing as well. That's why it's just got to be honest communication, like straight up is key. But but, but, like feeling things, yeah, I, I I wouldn't put it past like, um, you know what I'm saying, the lady I'm dating, like, you know what I'm saying, if I was to step out or whatever, her to feel the difference in my engagement. Yeah, she would. She would definitely feel it. Like, she might not feel it initially, but eventually, eventually, there will be an issue and she would pick up on it or whatnot. And I, I think some guys can so, too. But yeah, I don't. Some guys can too. Like, do you think that women, um, at the point when women cheat, they're like done with the relationship completely? Or is it like, Oh well, let me just see what he what he gonna do, like. I think it depends. I think it's like. I think when women cheat, they are willing to end the relationship, not necessarily absolutely done. You know, mm-hmm. and okay. and more than likely, um, if they're not just a compulsive cheater or whatever, whoever they're cheating with is possibly the replacement, possibly. Possibly not necessarily, you know, not in all cases, but I feel like in, in some sister, in some instances, the woman is trying to see how the man will react if he finds out, you know, about this other person and if it's going to like snap him. Cause sometimes I think women do things to get the guy's attention, maybe to even prove a point, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, no people, I'd have definitely been like taught lessons to like prove to prove a point, mm-hmm. like from my lady, like before, and it's just you know I just you know just talk to me like <laughs> nah, I don't <laughs> you know I just you don't gotta I feel like yo just tell me like what's going on like because like well, I don't know I just feel like it's extra. But see that's the thing though. So I feel as though a lot of times men and women both. I feel like the words are said, the, the the communication is made and it's not being heard for whatever reason. And so that's when points have to be proved or whatever. That's I think that's why that step is taken. I feel like that's why women have to go and prove the point because they are saying the words. They are having the conversations for whatever reason. It's not connecting to the man's head like he doesn't hear it. It's. It's not English. I don't know. It's not transferring. I don't get it. But for real, that's what happened. Nah, but sometimes women don't get straight to the like. No, they don't get straight to the point. Like it's just like you drop hints. Like I feel like just the same way like women don't really like shoot their shot. Like I feel like they drop hints on stuff as opposed to like really just coming out with it. It's not really like this has been conversations before. It's more so hints or like suggestions. I feel like, that it was much more. If it was. If, if I was to be approached, um, you know, just straight up or something like that, I'd be more receptive to like 
listen to that. I'm not saying that I'm not receptive outside of that, but you know, I'm gonna hear you. I'm gonna hear you either way. I know my boys, some of the boys, my boys wouldn't hear you like the other way. Like, but if you came up to me or to anybody, I feel like with more solid of of what was going on, more solid like explanation of what was going on or like what you thought, like I would hope that it would happen earlier as opposed to later, so we could fix it now. So you just you say women are not direct. Yes. In in certain instances, I'm not saying like overall, like right. in the instances I've been I'm just speaking on my experience. Like communicating like, things that are important direct. to them. They're not it was direct. More so like hints. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that because I, I, I just had a conversation with uh, a close friend and they were complaining that, you know, their um their significant other was not doing something. And I was like, well, did you tell them? And they were just like, I did. I'm like, what did you say? Well, I didn't say exactly that, but they should know. And I'm like, no, they shouldn't know. You can't expect them to actually pick up on, you know, saying things surrounding that situation you have to say exactly what it is you want so i believe you i i agree with you on that because a lot of women do that however there are a lot of women who say exactly what they want right and there are a lot of men who say exactly what they want like men for the most part tell you a lot of things but i feel like the the conflict is like the feeling behind what they're actually saying and what they're saying. So I feel like a guy can tell you all day that, you know, they love you and they want to be with you. But I feel like if it doesn't feel true, it's just words, right? So I feel like if it doesn't feel, that's, that's, I mean, if it doesn't feel true, but this got to be like expectations, but no, I feel like outline. no, no, no. Cause I know, I know like expectations are different, but like, okay. there's like feelings. Like, I feel like think about you, you, you say you have a significant other right now, right? Uh, no, I don't. Right oh, now. you don't. Okay. So back last time you had, a, you were in a relationship or whatever, like the feelings that you had surrounding that. You know, a lot of it's new or whatever, and that's a lot of the feelings. But just, like, knowing that you like this person, you can tell they liked you, right? Right. That's a connection, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, most of the communication, when things are good, have a certain feeling. Right? Yeah. Okay. When that feeling is no longer connected to the words, is that or is that not a problem? I mean, sometimes the feelings are are not are are perceived as not connecting to the words because I don't know, but your dude love you, he gonna show you. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, but sometimes I feel like I feel this 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 pressure to say like I love you like, you know what I'm saying, so much. Like what she said, like if she's saying a lot, then I gotta be like, Oh, oh babe, I love you. I'd be like, Oh, I love you too, babe. <laughs> and then like she'll do it, and then like you know what I'm saying multiple times throughout the day, and that's where I feel like it uses it loses its value. I'm not. It's not that I am like 
just saying it to say it. Like at that point, really, it's just well, you know what? Yeah, I kind of am. <laughs> like, no, yeah, you are. You are. It's, no, it doesn't. It's not like it loses value. Like I love you, I do, but like it, it's now I'm slightly annoyed by the fact that I have to say it all the time. Like I'd rather just show you. You know what I mean? Right. I did. Right. So, but yeah, and I I get that. But for me, like I feel like a lot of times because women, you know, they're more emotional, whatever. And they have to go with like the feeling attached to certain things. Now, I know it's not going to always be possible to feel, um, you know, to feel everything or whatnot. But I do feel like um, that that commu- that emotional communication as far as like how things feel to the woman and how things feel to the man is like very important. Because regardless of what you say and how you say it or even what you do a lot of times. And that's that's even important or whatever. The feeling that you're getting sometimes is more important than everything else. The actions and the words. Uh, yeah, you know, like infatuation, infatuation. Not infatuation. Just like I guess sometimes if you if you can tell it's real, then that's the only thing you have to go by. Because you can feel it. And if you can't feel it, then you're not sure and you're just going by what you're being told or whatever. Okay. I guess that's the best way to explain it. And I think that's more of a woman thing than it is a man thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Because, I mean, because I was about to say, like, yo, I think that's kind of like the intuition thing, Mm -hmm. partially. Yeah, because the way the intuition works is, (laughs) like, I really, as a woman, I experience it. But I really can't tell you how it works. And sometimes I can't. I'm not sure if it's not getting mixed up with anxiety. You know? Yeah. So, but how, I guess, how it's worked when I guess I've been right about things. You just get this this feeling or, you know, yeah, feeling in, in your stomach or something or, you know, whatever. An idea or whatever that something is a certain way. And whether it's um, a good thing or a bad thing, you know, you just get a feeling. And nine out of ten, you're right. You know, nine times, you're right. You're right. But I don't, I don't, I guess I don't contribute everything to the intuition as far as like what I feel and what I can tell is real and what I can tell is just words or actions. But yeah, a lot of what you do, especially if you're married or whatever, for me, uh, we've been married for a long time so for me a lot of what we do at this point had we it's not going to be like that same romantic love we experienced early on a lot of it is actions that's really all you, you do love opposed to feel love you do love at this point and that's what you have to go on and that's what gets kind of weird and scary because you know like you're not going to always be like lovey-dovey you know romantic you know love that's not going to be the love you experience all the time and that's where I go into relationships being hard because a lot of people only want that early stage love like that's the only love they can believe in the honeymoon stage that's all they can believe in like if it doesn't feel like that then they don't feel like they have anything and that's unfortunate because that doesn't last that and people who say like um, I'm on a relationship. Like if it ain't if it ain't like Martin and Gina, I don't want it. Like 
How's it gonna be like Martin Gina? You not Martin, she not Gina. How is it gonna be the same? How? Like people don't take into account like the differences and you know what's you know, that's another thing too. So I think what's hard for a lot of people is what you want and what it actually looks like when your partner does it. It's not the same. And sometimes it's hard to realize you're getting what you want because it doesn't look like exactly the way you want it to look, you know? So like with your significant other, when or whatever, say for instance, hypothetically speaking or whatever, if you told her like, babe, I love you, but I don't want to say it every time you say it. Okay. I will say it when I say it and that's it. And if she understands that, that's awesome. But what if she doesn't understand that? Then y'all have an issue. But you, you've actually told her. Yeah, it's like, I so, mean, it's, but this is, yeah, and then at that point it becomes one of those issues like, all right, well, if this is just, if this is just her, like, she understands, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just, like, maybe I'll overemphasize the show, you know? Like, or find something else, like, to do or to say. Like because you know, or, or maybe I just may go with the flow. I don't really know. I can't answer. Right. Um, that's odd. Like <laughs> you know, I was just using it for an example. If yeah. I cared enough, it would be something that either I would put up with, or it would be like something that we would try to work, work out. Like yeah. maybe it's just like a, a thing that that's about her that I cannot change, and you know, that's, that's part of being in a relationship. I guess accepting people's flaws, uh, not flaws, but accepting like things. That not 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 all things that you want to like that they want to do you want to do but that you want to do they want to do the compromise not not flaws I did not mean to say <laughs> <laughs> no but it, sometimes and that's the funny thing especially when you're in a relationship for a long time a lot of the things that you know are just specific to that individual does feel like a flaw to the other person and I feel like that's like a lot of the issues that the couples experience because somebody's looking at somebody else's just way of being as a straight up issue a problem like something's wrong with you because you feel like that and it's you know and it's, it can be hard to deal with i i'll tell anybody like marriage is one of the toughest things anybody would ever do like it's not easy and that was something that i dealt with when um when we were just dating when me and my husband were just dating and people would tell us oh marriage is hard i didn't understand the difference like I'm like we are together we've been together for so long what is going to be so hard about marriage like how I didn't get it and then and then you get married and you're just like oh this is the thing they're talking about I don't know what it what it was about exchanging the vows and I don't I don't know how that made it more complicated but it did like you at that point realized you weren't doing anything just for yourself anymore it was never going to be as easy as you deciding that you were going to do something and it was just going to um, affect you. At that point, you realize everything you do is now affecting another being. And that is what makes it hard. You know? Yeah. You know, like, your, like your emotions have effect on somebody else's. Right. <laughs> right. Your choices. It was, it was, and like as a, as a dude, like it was hard for her to kind of like for, for me to, I guess, not hard, but it was it was more difficult than I guess it had to be. Like when sometimes I wouldn't allow, like I couldn't like allow her funk to like blow me all the time. 
like to like disturb me all the time like yo like but because she was like one of those people who would just like one thing could happen like you know what i mean it could be like a medium-sized thing or medium to small size like issue and then like it'll just send her whole mood off like i've always been i've always been like super smiley or whatever so like it'll hit like and i'll be like hurt for a minute but i'll get right back up like and be smiling all goofy again but like stuff was affecting to the point where it would just be like i don't want to go out i was like well i do i'll bring you back some or something like you know what i mean right but being accountable for somebody else's emotions is hard well no you're not accountable for their emotions so much but like because you know people gonna feel the way they're gonna feel and and that that you really have no control over it but as far as like you just you know doing your part as far as decision making and it goes from what you buy at the store like do you buy the the green beans for 69 cents or um for 79 cents like that kind of thing and as far as like even when like our does he want to spend time or do i want to go hang out with the girls or whatever you know we have the freedom to to do what we want to do but like do we make a choice for ourselves right now or do we make a choice for the couple right now you know and it's it's juggling all those things all the time just to be you know the best you know spouse you can be you know and it's it's marriage just I think it's hard, but it's fulfilling, but it's hard. Yeah. And girlfriend, boyfriend, as once you get married, you kind of, you, I honestly feel like girlfriend, boyfriend is silly. Like, that's not necessary. (laughs) You know, like, you know, when you meet somebody you want to be with, that's cool. That's great. But like, when I think back on, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend stuff, or when I was younger, it's like, oh my God, like, why are you rehearsing? Why? It's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. Nothing at all. And and it's not even good practice, to be honest. To be honest. But yeah, that's just my little opinion. Yeah, I see. People have their preference. Yeah. So I mean, the takeaway. The takeaway. So I feel like you are rare because I feel like most guys are, I guess, the type of guys that I come across. They didn't, um, they don't, they didn't, I guess, learn how to, uh, what was the word you used earlier? Like, they they didn't know how to, to, like, handle their emotions or interpret their emotions, articulate. Articulate their emotions and are, you know, just, you know, pay attention to themselves as far as, like, how to heal moving forward or whatever. And I feel like a lot of them kind of, you know, just kept internalizing it. To where they just treated women differently, opposed to actually getting over the heartbreak, and you know, you know, being like you, I feel like you actually got over your heartbreak, and you did what you had to do, and now you know you are approaching relationships from a healthy state. At this point, and I feel like a lot of guys don't do that, and a lot of guys actually, you know, continue to have relationships before even getting, you know getting past that broken place and they just keep having that bad relationship over and over and over but instead instead of them getting their heart broken they are now breaking the hearts because 
they're actually afraid to let anybody else break their hearts and that's usually the cycle you see so i feel like you're different i feel like you you know did better with your um heartbreak than i would have assumed yeah i mean it was i've I've always kind of like been different that's like that's one thing i'll say like between like people today like there's a lot of like guys who don't have like female friends who can kind of like who you can ask questions to like genuinely like that may be stupid or whatever like you know what i'm saying and you got got girls giving girls advice about like they do like and people just getting you know what i'm saying this i i had that added perspective and i think that's that, that it helped so you you always had like a female friend that could give you advice yeah, or, yeah, just advice on, like, um, I guess helping me, like, articulate, like, how I was just, like, dealing with stuff or just, you know, just, just yeah, advice. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually, I did, too. I did. I did, too, for a long time. I always, I never asked girls about guys i never did it always felt stupid so i always had a guy friend i always did to bounce things off of for real and i think that was just smart on your end especially being a young a young man just to know that you needed to have a girl's perspective as far as how to deal with your um significant other i just think that's just a smart thing to do i feel like i felt like i did all the thinking for the female perspective on my own honestly so i was just like okay i need a guy to tell me that and that's how i that's how i did um i guess got through most of the stuff is because i always ask a guy so when a guy says this what does he mean and if he said he could have been giving me bad advice too but if he said oh he played with you oh that's all i needed to hear (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna play with me anymore yeah. yeah absolutely so um I don't think I think we've covered everything we actually covered everything just in you know the flow of the conversation um and I didn't really have to break anything down to you know act separately uh so what would you tell a guy that um has you know just got his heart broken he just found out his girlfriend was cheating say something like the the uh insecure situation mm. what would you tell him as who you are experiencing what you experienced and you knowing what he went through what would you tell him like say for instance just after he got through with the bank girl and he called you what would you right. say Oh man, damn. Um, well, first off, I feel like no matter what I told him, he was gonna go with the bank girl. Like no stunt, that was not gonna be. <laughs> no, he already <laughs> did it. He already like, did it. It's done. Still, it's done. He already did it. He's calling you after the fact, and he's telling you everything that went down. And he's he even told you about the bank girl. What are you telling him? I'm telling him, yo, man, you gotta like slow down. Like I'm telling him, he has to slow down. He has to like center himself. Because, like, sex makes stuff, sex is great, like, or whatever, but it also, like, confuses a whole lot. I was desensitized, 
like after I had, you know what I'm saying? After I had broke the seal the first time and after that, it wasn't like super special. Like, so that, that kind of like assisted like it, but I would tell them just like pull back, man. And, and like figure your stuff out first. Don't get nobody else involved. Like, because anybody who doesn't know themselves is going to ruin everybody they're with until they discover themselves. Okay. All right. Um, do you think he should get back with Issa? Huh? The characters in Insecure. Do you think he should get back with Issa? That I think uh, Issa was out of line. No, she was out of line. I'm asking, do you think he should get back with her? Oh. I mean, I think that no, no, not not right away, no. So you're like, saying you saying eventually over time after things are sorted out, you think he can get back with her? I mean that that would be my hope for him, but I don't. That would be what I would see. Like, oh well, yeah, but I mean, maybe, but but probably, I don't know. I can't say. But if that, so. what if it was you in that situation? Already, you know, our, your life already planned, planned it, planned it out the way it already went down, and you were in a situation, and you know it's a good situation, but it's just had some unfortunate events. What are you doing if you were him? Well, like right now, man, I would really just, as far as getting back with her, mm-hmm. nah. All right. All right. Okay, that makes sense to me. As far as I'm concerned, of course, you know, East is the starter show, so you honestly want her to have a good guy or whatnot, but you cannot dismiss the fact that, you know, she did disrespect her relationship on a lot of misunderstandings and just, you know, want things to be a certain way and they weren't. And, you know, she was patient and she did what she was supposed to do or whatever as far as holding him down. And then, you know... You know, she just, you know, ended up in a bad in a bad space and allowed herself to be in a bad position and things happened or whatever. So I feel like she deserves a second chance because I don't think she's horrible, but I do feel like she should be prepared to lose them at the same time. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, neither of them did right by each other, like with the whole like back and forth with it. Um but yeah, it's just like you said, like be prepared for the worst if not, like if otherwise y'all can't move forward, move forward. But yeah. So I have a question. I don't I don't know if you know, because um, I know on your show you do a lot of um uh what do you, what is it called? One one's gotta go or whatever. Oh yeah, one gotta go. Yeah. So in this case, I am going to take it back to childhood cartoons. Now, I'm older than you, so I don't know if my childhood cartoons were <laughs> your childhood cartoons. So, I'm going to throw a couple out there. And you just tell me if you're familiar with them. Um, okay. Let's see. DuckTales. Wait. DuckTales? Yeah. Are you familiar with that? No. Oh God. Um <laughs> Okay. 
Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Love Tom and Jerry. Okay, so Tom and Jerry can stay. Um, no, we're just we're just just one of the ones. I'm just trying to find some that you actually watched. Let's see. Um, it's gonna be hard. Um, uh, tailspins. Tailspin. Yeah. No. Is that like blue? They flew airplane. Tailspins. Yeah. I, yes, I do know. Yes. You knew that one. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. What was some other cartoons? Let me get to Saturday morning cartoons because those are probably more popular. Scooby Doo. Okay, Scooby Doo. We can put Scooby Doo in there. I feel like mine's gonna be easy. Um, so if it's if it's Tailspins, Tom and Jerry, name another cartoon you probably watched. Just an older cartoon. You said name another I wa- another that I watched. Yeah, that's an older cartoon. the cowardly dog <laughs> I did okay I know what that one is you watch that okay so were you watching Cartoon Network cartoons so let's do Cartoon Network cartoons were you watch? you were watching Cartoon Network cartoons oh yeah okay Big so time. okay so let's let's go that route okay so the cowardly dog um Dexter's Laboratory did you watch the Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> that I had, uh, I had uh, peeped a couple episodes. Okay, so what what were your cartoons on the Cartoon Network? Did you you watch Dexter's uh, Lab? You watched Dexter Laboratory, right? Yes, definitely. So Dexter's Laboratory, the Cowardly Dog. What what else was on Cartoon Network? Oh man, but they had Johnny Bravo. They had. Ed, Ed and Eddie? Was that on? Uh... Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie? Yeah, that was. That was Cartoon Network. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Um, I watched the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT. Oh, my God. Um, all of that stuff. Um, oh, Codename Kid Next Door? Yes. Okay. That was so good. Okay, okay. So, I think, okay, I think I got it for you. Okay. So, Codename Kid Next Door, uh, Dexter's Laboratory, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, and The Cowardly Dog. That was four, right? Yep. One's gotta yep. go. Alright, one gotta go? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, snap. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's definitely gonna be Dexter's Lab. Like, uh, that was, Dragon Ball Z, like, is, I've followed all of it. I hated Dragon Ball Z. What do you think? Uh, for me, it would have been, um, The Cowardly Dog. Because I I hardly ever watched that. And when I did, I just, I was not into it. Uh, so, (laughs) I remember changing the station most times. 
So yeah, um, and I, I and next up to go would be Dragon Ball Z because every time I tuned into that, they were just staring at each other and sweating. So I was just like, I don't get the appeal. And I think, because I just I think I was older at that point, and I was just like, why? It's the it's the they were probably in the middle of the fight scene. You probably missed some good stuff. No, nah, I was just like, why are they doing this? Like they just been staring at each other the whole time. Every time I would get to Dragon Ball Z, they were just looking real intensely at each other and sweating. And I'm like, what is this about? No. So yeah, no, nah, not for me. But, so yeah, that's it really. I think you did well. It's good to know that you're healthy out here as far as decision makings and you know coping with like heartbreak and stuff like that so that's awesome so tell the people how they can find you and about your own show and all that good stuff yeah yo um what's no good world skill be the problem um i am the host of the second shift podcast that can be found on soundcloud and itunes that is 2nd shift podcast I am also on Twitter at underscore the second shift. I'm second to spell out. You can find me on Instagram at underscore guiltface for the for the ones gotta go. That's where I drop my drop my joints, and I'm on Facebook. Um, and you can email me at in the second shift at yahoo.com, as well as follow my blog. So I'm pretty I'm pretty connected. But um, I didn't know you had a blog. Episodes drop bi-weekly Wednesdays. I didn't even know you had a blog. Yeah, it's um, I just, it's it's not been out very long. Um, but but yeah, it's um, one of my more recent recent projects. <laughs> cool. Well, all right. Um, uh, well, that's it. And I really thank you for taking the time out and being very patient with me. And it was great having you. Yeah, yo, no, thank you so much for, for inviting me on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. It was a bomb discussion. It was. It really was. I really enjoyed it. And when I saw, you know, I think, I don't remember which show it was. I think it was the one I did with uh, VJ and Q. And you put in the comments, yeah, because my girl cheated on me. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to have to ask him about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to, um, I want to do... I want to do one where I kind of like go into depth about like the change. The um, change? Coming up, so. Okay. So that was, uh, I'm glad we got to do this. Yes, me too. And yeah, it's interesting. I feel like, I feel like guys who actually experience this should talk more about it or whatever. I feel like you can help other people and, you know, it's a thing, you know. Women do cheat for various reasons and, you know, it's not just the guys. And so... I'm always open to hear, you know, the male's perspective on things. If yeah, you no, heard definitely. them. <laughs> um, well, all right then. Well, thank you and good uh, night. And this, uh, oh, what'd you say? Yeah, no, thank you. And um, I'll talk to you. And I'll, of course, I'll repost when it comes out too. Absolutely. So, all right. All right. Bye bye.